is this foolishness? How many dreams can you shape in a minute, an hour? The kind of clean you like best. Lost three of my teeth, too. All right, so you lost. Next time you win. Steamy, hot, hearty, delicious, invigorating. And we're live, everybody. <laughs> Put your headsets on. <laughs> Strap up. For real? You didn't even point. No, I got caught up in everybody's story. I missed it. <laughs> that our intro band was Distracted driving. Well, yes. well, welcome, welcome, everybody, to Hike Live. Uh, it's good to have you with us. We have another, you know, typical start for Ike Live. It always makes it fun and interesting. That's right. Show 151, according to BTC. BC. Probably. 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 <laughs> <laughs> a definite maybe on show 151. This is an amazing intro. Mike's, Mike's not, not here in case you didn't know. know. He's, he's battling the elites. He's, he's down at Pickwick. Just got done four. He's going to be taking on Pickwick. And he's going to be here in just a little while. He's going to be zooming in with Matty Wong. Hopefully, we've got some signal down there. We're a little bit worried that they might not have the best signal in the world. But we're looking forward to talking to them. And we are having the man on, Mark Jeffries, tonight. Uh, the man that's behind Ike Live, started it all, um, just, you know, been at the forefront of most of the cutting-edge things that are happening happening on the way people cover bass fishing and talk about it. He's the man. So we're, I look forward to talking to him. We're going to be learning about, you know, what he thinks the state of the sport is, where it's gone, where it's been, and, uh, and dive into some other controversial things. We've got a few controversial topics to talk about tonight in the in the fishing world uh rules and regulations some interesting things i think that uh that have come to light recently and we're going to be uh exposing hashing them out look forward to blow the doors off blow the door look forward to hearing what you guys think about all that stuff is that in the notes no that's it. Well, it's it. It, I'm, I'm recalling it from our text chain, Miss Miss Rebecca. I've never hosted with you. It's good. Yeah, we did many we weeks did. ago. Oh my gosh. I was so nervous. I don't remember. Now you don't care. Yeah. I blacked it all out. Now we're just over it. Well, it's nice. Not over in a bad way, but like over the fear. Right. Right. Yep. It's a it's a little bit looser, a little bit easier to do, and that's cool. And uh, it, it's great to have you with us. And we're, we're all kind of here. Uh, we got the Bras is here. Good to have you. BTC. Uh, Mike's going to be in studio. Like the, the, the original, the OGs are all in studio tonight. And, of course. That just means, like, because you're back. You're excited that you're back because we've actually <laughs> been here the last couple months, haven't we? I haven't seen Pete since football season. I know. I, I, come on, it's still springtime. I only had to miss a couple. We have we have Jake here, but no. we have a special guest in studio for the yes. first time ever. We always see his face via camera, but we have Powerbait Paul here in studio. This PBP. Yes. What's going on, guys? <laughs> it's pretty cool to be here. It's definitely on, an honor. On the water correspondent. Yep. It's good to have you in studio, Paul. It's good to be here. What do you think? Like, is this your first time actually physically seeing the studio? Yeah, yeah. Is it bigger or smaller or weirder than you thought it would be? It w It's definitely bigger, definitely uh, more spacious than I thought, and uh, Ike's definitely got a nice uh, fish mount behind behind us over here. Yeah. I was like, man, that's a nice collection there. That's a, do you do Probably. you have a fish mount? I have two. Uh, I have a five my first five pound largemouth bass I got mounted mm -hmm. from when I was fishing way back you know back in the day with my dad and uh, my first pickerel over twenty one inches. 
Oh, no so, kidding. You know, yeah. the cla- classic, uh, classic South Jersey combo, largemouth bass, Jane pickerel, you know. 21-inch pickerel. That's got to be a big fish. It was, I've caught bigger since then, but it was pretty exciting at the time. Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's really cool because you're from right here nearby in the studio. And as I was driving to the studio, driving by Lake X, I saw one of the coolest things. Uh, I saw a grandpa with three young boys, and they're all they all three of them. He was rigging rods. He, yeah. You know, you know how it goes. You don't get the fish when no. you're grandpa. No. You know. And he's got two boys out. He's working on the third boy's rod. And uh, and they're all out fishing tonight. I thought yeah. that was pretty cool. That is yeah, cool. I saw, I saw Cursing up a storm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get out of the trees. What? I told you not to cast over there. So, Paul, Paul what, were some of your, what were some of your other impressions? Because you went from a viewer of Mike's material to being someone quasi on the inside. Ooh. So, yeah. you met Brian for the first time. You fished a tournament fished with him. Fished with him, yeah. Bring me into your mind. What are you thinking when you met him for the first time? Well, uh, <laughs> when I met who? Brian? <laughs> Brian? Oh. I, thought, I thought we'd get to this. I knew we'd get to this. I just thought well, we'd get right well, to it. Well, <laughs> let's just get right to where it was going. All right. All right. For, one, the for one thing. We're on page three, Dave, now. <laughs> the first time I, legit, the first time I met him was actually when I, I was saw Ike catch that seven-pounder at, you know, that lake uh, last, yeah, that last year. Lake. Yeah on Lake XYZ, you know. But uh, at the time, I didn't even know Brian. Uh, Dude, Brian, he, Brian he was, acted like I wasn't even Brian there. was just the man <laughs> yeah. taking the picture of me and Ike. But now... <laughs> he, was, he was the ballast in the boat. That's amazing. And then he gave me crap about it, too, during our tournament. I'm like, you know, you know, nowadays... You know, this year you've became one of the people I look look up to the most in in the bass fishing world. That's not you know, just a you and Mike, because I'm tall. I know. Uh, oh, oh, you're going there, huh? <laughs> I said I'm tall. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, and then he gave me crap like, oh yeah, you're you know, you just you're the guy just taking the picture. Here, dude, random dude, take a picture of me and Mike. Uh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> it took a while. I had to follow him. It took a while before he followed me back on Instagram. But. Hey, but now here we are. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> And you got you got to spend the day together. I mean, that changes everything. Yeah. Yes. Tell us tell us how much of an honor that was. That was uh, that was pretty fun. You know, <laughs> it was uh, not bad for my first tournament. First tournament ever. And go Brian the Carpenter was my tournament partner. You know, with on, with only one arm. Where did where did you guys fish? Union Union oh, okay. Union Lake Mill Slay Nation tournament on Union. That's a hard place to do one arm because everything's a bomb cast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I used my arm. Yeah. It was, it was what it was. But, yeah. It was, it was, we had a good day, man. Yeah. Yeah. Tell them about it, Paul. Well, so Brian was trying to listen to uh, some advice from GDP, Greg DePalma. When, you know what I mean? And he went over to this certain area that Greg was telling him he was catching them and I mean, he caught he caught a few good ones, you know. I put, Noth- th- I put three in the boat. Yeah, he put three bass in the boat. Nothing, <laughs> that's, that's, nothing that's big. A, that's a success, though, dude. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> but I was looking for a kicker. You know what I mean? I was looking for a big one. And then I'm like, you know what? We gotta find the lily pads. We gotta find where that grass sticks up out of the water. That's where we'll find the big ones. And within minutes, within minutes of pulling up there, I throw my red shad Berkeley Powerworm, what I'm famous for. Bam, <laughs> giant. Well, not a giant, but a good one. First good kicker. One. The yeah. first kicker. Yeah. Probably close to four pounds, 18 inches. And then Dang. not long after that, Brian got one that was like 19 and a half. Put two kickers in the boat. After I told Brian, let's find <laughs> let's find this certain area. Because Brian can get off right. track. You had yeah, to dial can. him in. He uh, can. Yeah. I understand. I appreciate you sure. looking out for me. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Brian, 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 Brian walk, us through, walk us through his four-pounder. Uh, he was very excited, as you was, would expect. Um, you know, I'm, 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 I don't have his energy or Mike's. He's a lot like Mike. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was just like, relax, relax. You know, he's like, you know, reeling I'm, it I'm in real fast. I'm like, well, slow, slow down, take it easy. You know, yeah, we'll get her. tackle, bait cast tackle? Spinning around. Spinning. Okay. Yeah, and we're, we're at the, uh, you know, the biggest community hole on Union yeah. right there at the, the old uh, Osprey Nest. Yeah. And so it was foggy. We blasted out to the first spot. You know, I hadn't been there in five, six weeks or whatever. So it hit Greg up, and he fishes all the time. He's like, yeah, you know, circled a couple spots on the map. I said, all right, I'm going to start there. We started there. It was, like I said, it was foggy. Couldn't see anything. Fog cleared, and there was, what, like eight, nine boats all in that spot, that area. I'm like, 
all right, you know, them guys all pre-fished. That's where it must be going down. So I did stick a little bit too long in that original area because I went in and got a good bite, and I, I knew there were more fish there. I thought we'd get a few more bites, but, um, you know, at, at Paul's behest, we, we made our way over there, and first cast, he, he caught that, that good one. So, so I, does, is he like – Nah, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 being like Ike, I would have had this similar reaction as Ike, and he's all like, "Shh," I'm like, "Yeah." No guardrails in sight. Being like, being like completely Scottish in war mode doesn't help either. Yeah, oh yeah, you know it. Did you go Braveheart? Did you wear a kilt for the event? I don't even know what a kilt. He looks a little like dagger in his sock. Oh man. Should be that should be the uniform, man. A We're kilt with a tournament jersey and a dagger, dude, money and a, and a, and a dagger. dagger. Or at least braid scissors or something. I think it's fascinating that PBP. I think that PBP and BTC called GDP for Intel. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. That's a lot of ABC, dude. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Whew. Paul, you got the nickname Power Bay Paul, which is uh, PVP, but you also have Guardrail Guardian. What was it like not catching a fish inside of a guardrail? Uncharted territory. <laughs> <laughs> it was like going into outer space. <laughs> That's awesome. Guardrail Guardian. Is that like a bank angler crack? Oh, yeah. yeah. Every yeah, picture well, he puts on Instagram. It's not a crack. It's, it, it's fat. It, everyone has got a guardrail. <laughs> it's, it's true. I, there, a, lot, a lot of the lakes that I catch big fish from, you know, all my selfies are always guardrails along the road. You know, it, it just, it is what it is. They're honey holes to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, you got to start uh, doing some trespassing, getting to the other spots. Oh, that's, that's uh, okay. what we you, you, you okay. level, Yeah, got to level I'll up. call you when I get put in jail because of that. Nah, they don't put <laughs> you in jail. Put in jail Paul. And as soon as Instagram is liberated from the deep state, I'll get back on and I'll look at some of your posts. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Interesting. <laughs> Speaking of trespassing, I took David and his friends trespassing in some water the other, uh, about a week ago. I ran into one of your buddies. The guy... Remember the guy used to insist we listen to his alarm beep in the background, the fire alarm, what's his name? Oh, oh, Wayne. Wayne. Yeah. Wayne. Wayne, <laughs> Wayne Mars. <laughs> yeah, I ran into Wayne when I take him taking David and his buddies. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, he told me that. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Hey, let's take the kids trespassing. Trespassing. Well, we were trespassing Let's... at someplace else before we seen him at Stella's. We actually bailed from the trespass and went to okay. went to some community. And when you got when you were done, did you like do a smash and grab and then head to the house? Nah, or? nah. I just would tell them like they, they don't know how to trespass properly. They're yelling across the lake. They got the one guy who. You know, it's just like every other friend group. You got the clown. You got the guy. they're yelling. They're, they're swimming. I'm like, come on, guys. Like this isn't how you sneak onto a lake. I <laughs> I had to get them all together and bring them in. Like, man. Kids right. these days just don't yeah. know how to trespass no, I mean, anymore. How you do it, guys. Rally the troops. You only get in the water to hide. <laughs> That's right. Me and Steve McCourt did that at Hulawasa. Did you? Yeah, yeah, man. Would you have like a straw? What do you no, mean you dude, would head? Like, we went out there to fish at nighttime with like jitterbugs and poppers and the camp council, I don't know, somebody like shined a spotlight and we were under, we were under the, we were under the water to do avoid. Well, Steve, I don't know, man, but no, true story. We did. We That's actually awesome. hid to avoid the spotlights on Hulawasa. I've never been there. Oh, dude. I've heard that, you talk I mean, about it. It's still amazing. I, I imagine. Bet. It's still private property, so it's got to be banging. That's right. I snuck on there a couple of years back and on the one, the furthest, the one closest to the Whitehorse Pike, Route 30, you can like get in and it's not as, there's not as many people driving by, but. It's still like I haven't done much trespassing lately. I, I'm I just don't have it in me to deal with if it if it comes. I don't you know, know I mean? why I, I like it. I, I find it fun. <laughs> I find it fun to be someplace that I'm not supposed to be because it's well, we like, all do. Like, <laughs> Dave, what are you saying about your life? No, it, you well, need like that Brian, excitement. No, Brian made the best point ever. He said <laughs> all these 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 lakes exist before people. Some of them. <laughs> then people put houses around them and fences and signs and say you're not allowed to be here, you know. And it's like I don't know. I just, Screw I, I, that. I don't like that, dude. Like, nah. I love being there. Long dude. hair, freaky people. Yeah, yep. yes, man. Al Alloway Lake. Signs, yeah. 
Pa- yeah. the, the lake we're on right now. You're, you're sitting next to one of those people, Dave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the elite. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen, I have a comment I want to make about a private lake. Have you guys seen The Rock's posts when yeah. he fishes? Yeah, yeah. It annoys me. I really like The Rock, but I need to get I this off to. my chest. <laughs> I used to. It annoys me because he talks like he's some amazing angler because he just pulled this four-pounder <laughs> out of a stocked lake. Yeah. I'm sure they're fed. And like, their bellies are like this big. Yeah. It's his pond. He, it's the, the only bait they see is his. Yep. Yep. So it's annoying to me that he's like, yeah, because it's so easy. and You know what I mean? Like does the he's whole rock thing. And, you're, yeah. and I'm like... Mm. It's, it's not hard. It's like, just like out here. <laughs> just one guy. No. <laughs> it annoys me. That's all I have to say. It's annoying. And you know, and they're, and they're small. They're small they're, they look like small farm ponds. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. The, the big bass are stacked in there. You know? It's like yeah. shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah. Well, he, he rolled over on Rogan, so he's dead in my book. What do you mean? The Rock? What do you do? Uh, we'll talk about that one afterwards. <laughs> yeah, remember remember what I said. I want to talk to you about because I'm going to forget. <laughs> All right, but listen, I'm going to go to a wholesome fishing tournament yes. that yes. Brian can speak to. So the Ike Foundation this year decided that we should have a um, kids fishing tournament series. Um, and the focus was to get kids who don't have boats or the means to get on a boat, have mm. a bunch of volunteers to captain and get these kids on boats. Awesome. Now we, we did have a bunch of parents who had boats and they were there and then we'd partner up a kid who never, you know, fished on a boat before. But Brian had two kids who I believe had never fished off wow. of a boat before. Now the one, the mm. one kid I know was like a major fish head, like the kid, just avid angler, um, but I don't think – was that your boat, Bri, that the, the kids had never been on a boat before fishing? They'd only ever bank fished? Uh, no, that was Paul, <laughs> our guest sitting two, two to your left. I fished from You're a right. boat before. Oh, you did? Yeah. Your guest. No. A couple times. There kids. was – Talking about the youth derby. The youth derby. The, the, the week. The well, week. I had, Nathan, had your I, kids been I know on Nathan had been on a boat because he was he – was, uh, Nathan was – he's 13 years old. He could fish. Like, he was really good. He had – Casting rods and he was firing. It might so it might have been someone else's boat that Caleb I was talking to. Caleb was a little to. bit newer to it. The yeah. one kid taught himself during COVID, so his parents didn't know anything about fishing. He taught himself, um, so the mom was super excited because he's just been an avid angler since, and then he got his first experience on a boat. So there were some really cool stories well, on, like that. The, there's, here's some of the details that we always gloss over when we talk about these things. So the mom showed up with the kid to this event, yeah, and then was talking to you during the event, explaining. His, yeah. How he learned how to fish. Yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some of these parents, they they clearly taught their kid. Um, I had another mom. So we offered a scholarship opportunity as well. So if there were kids that wanted to be a part of the tournament series, but had no one to teach them how to fish, had no fishing equipment, they could they could apply for a scholarship to be outfitted. So we had Uh one kid who did it. And he and his mom were so excited. I mean, he had fished a little bit, I think, with like a grandfather or an uncle, but he had no equipment of his own. Like they didn't, she, she's like, I don't know where to even start or to go get him stuff. So mm-hmm. we outfitted him. He did great. He caught, um, oh, he was with your dad, yep. Jake. Yeah. Um, he caught, he, his, he caught his first frog fish. Yeah, he caught yep. his first frog Whoa. fish. Yeah. 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 That's an experience. Super cool. He had fun. Yeah. Nice. So did, it he, was, did he catch it by the books though, Jake? Did you have him down and then? Set the so, hook. Or so was it? my dad was with him, but he said that basically, like, he knew that the kid didn't have, you know, we'll, we'll call it like tournament skills. Like, he hadn't been involved yeah. a lot. He was trying to get him, like, help him skip and stuff like that. And they got near some pads. My dad's like, oh, I know they're in there. Okay. And uh, basically, like, he tried to help the kid out and get him to tie it on a rod, but he didn't have braid and stuff like that. So they just put it on one with, like, 12 pound, kept him near the edges. <laughs> it was, like, isolated stuff. And it, he had it right on the isolated spot where it's supposed to be. Ate it and kids set the hook and just went Executed. for the went for that, the real. That yeah. fish ate the frog. That was the third third cast. Third time it ate it is when he, he hooked it. Yep. So it was meant to be. You never wow. forget that. That fish He'll was never sent from, that. from, from kid, a higher that, power for that kid. More importantly, that, that kid is hooked more than that fish, yeah. man. Yeah. That's it. It's a rap. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. awesome, man. I wish I came. I didn't know it was going to be that cool. Yeah. So it was, <laughs> it was fun. More, it was a hot, yeah, there's two more. There's still two more. Um, We got a super hot day, but we survived. We all survived, right, Bri? Oh, yeah. I got to um, be honest. Like, 
I mean, you think about doing like volunteer stuff. I mean, let's be real people. You know, who says, oh, yeah, I can't wait to volunteer, you know. But I was, so I was always like, ah, I got to volunteer for something. But I was looking forward to it. But I never, I, I didn't realize how much I was going to enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like I needed to do it. But I also really enjoyed it. And like, I can't wait to do it again. Honestly, cool. well, because yeah. you're out there with kids, highly motivated, right? Like, it's awesome to coach. People Not necessarily. That, you don't think they're like the kids? Some are. Really? Some, yeah. Some, some are more motivated than others. You know, it's also it's being a on a lake and not really being able to fish. You know, that's always a challenge. Yeah, you're a little more alert. Uh, you're like, yeah. I, think, I don't know. Just to the left, a little further to the left. Keep trying. And but don't you think, right? Because tricky. It, I think it is tough to be on a boat because I've captained with Vegas and you're sitting there for hours. Mm. And I'm telling you, there's moments where it can be like, oh my gosh, this is boring. But I think it's overridden by the fact that I'm constantly cheering for him. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yes. you're cheering for those kids. Yeah. Like you're so invested mm. in them catching at least one fish that you're like, come on, get gas right there. Do it again. Do it again. Like, yeah. like stop it. You know, because yeah. with our tournament series, the captains can help. They can say, I think you need to, you know, try, try this bait or cast over there. Or you can help as much as you want. The whole point is for them to learn. So this isn't like, like a regular BASS event where they're like, you know, you can't tell the kids anything. The kids have to figure it out themselves. No, no. It, this is fun and they need yeah, to learn, I, you know? I like that. So we did. We had a great time. Um, there's another one. In July, that one will be down in Delaware at Lums Pond, and then September we head to Union. Okay. Yeah. I think it's awesome that you're doing it. I, I I did a lot of work with the Federation when they had the youth tournaments, and they would have youth championships, and and it was it was just so awesome. It was so much fun. Yeah. It's great that you guys are picking up the baton and just doing something cool. Yeah. Thanks, Pete. Yeah. And we do shorten days. Like how short? So this one. We had everyone ready and on boats, so we, we said we would launch at 7. I think we were on the water by 6.40. Everyone took off. Wow. Um, and then we brought in the the younger age group at noon and the high schoolers oh, cool. at 1. But yeah. um, the next one, because the sun was up by like 5.30, I just hadn't even thought about it. We'll probably launch, like do 6 to 11, mm-hmm. you know, just get them out there like for it. that early bite. And then, um, yeah, so, I mean, we, we do a short I love day. the shortened day because I, I know my son's – he's into fishing, but an eight-hour tournament is a long day. It's a long day. It, oh, it yeah. really is. It's he, a long day for us. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone somebody don't want to be there as a hostage. Yeah. Because yeah. Vegas fishes him. Um, and, mm. and I've noticed mentally he's shot by noon. Yeah. Like noon – anything afternoon, we might as well just, like, drive around in circles with the torpedo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, shit, I'm shot by nine if it's not good. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Even if it's good, like, they're just tired, you know? It's a lot. Yeah. I'm shot it by is. breakfast, man. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, sounds- no, it was awesome. So, Nathan, um, he kayak fishes with his dad, and they fish your, 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 um, your kayak, the Ike Foundation kayak tournament. Yep. Nathan yeah. was one of the guys you had in your boat? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Nathan and Caleb. Yeah. Nice. Yep. But that was his first boat tournament. So the foundation's got a lot going on. So the Pro-Am is next Sunday. So if anyone has not signed up yet, please hurry up and do that to make our lives easier. It doesn't matter when you sign up because we do a random boat draw. So you could be the last guy to sign up in the first boat out. Just just sign up. Don't matter if you're on fish. It's changing every day. You're going to find them out during the tournament. So don't wait until you get on the fish to sign up for the tournament. Just get signed up. Uh, makes it, it makes the tournament go much smoother. Who are you fishing yeah. with, Pete? Uh, James Riley, okay, the, the designer of the Bashu logo. Jake, are you helping on the on uh, the docks? Or are you fishing? Yeah, I'll be on the docks. And make sure that uh, you're there ten minutes before the check-in time, so that Pete has an easy ride down to the ramp. It's wide open for him, so he can just drop right in and get I out of the way. Greatly appreciate that, <laughs> Brian. Brian, you getting on the water? Or are you, are yeah, you? I'm with Sully. Okay, again, yeah. yeah. And don't forget, I know it's it's a $300 entry for two people on the boat, but all that, this is our fundraiser. This is this is our biggest fundraiser of the year. This is how we support the groups all over the country with yeah. rods and reels and tackle equipment. So, yes, you could win a basket boat with a Yamaha motor on the back. There's tons of other great prizes, but your money's not going to nothing. Like, it's not wasted. Sure. You, it's a charitable donation of $300. Let me ask you, is the kayak power pole in play for anybody if they – 
Or is that just for the kayak event? You just for that? the kayak event. Because I was going to bring cash to offer the guy right there on the spot because <laughs> I need a second power pole. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have to tell you, the kayak event is filling up fast, and yeah. that event's not even until September. Yeah, we we hadn't even announced that we'd opened it. It like just went live on on uh, uh, Tourney X, and there. Uh, like I looked and there was already like 15 signed up and we hadn't even had a chance like two hours later to put the it's, post up it's on huge. social media. Like my neighbor is a dude that does like, it was an engineer who designed helicopters for Boeing. He retired. And then instantly like during the lockdown, him and his son got involved in kayak fishing. And before you knew it, he had like a trailer with not just like PVC. He like, cause he's an engineer. It's like this beautiful double decker trailer with like kayaks and he's towing it around like they're they're, they're fishing constantly man it's, that, it, it has exploded they yeah. they had a kayak event on the upper chesapeake recently yeah. and, and and i was out they're miles <laughs> out dude they're the, miles yeah. out i'm seeing the the kayak guys with torpedoes yeah, tor- yeah, even there, the paddlers are, are they're, no, they're they're crazy. getting up early and paddling two miles off because they can be on spot at the start of the whistle so they can yeah. get out they can get out 2 a.m if they want to if yeah crazy enough, camping you know out I mean? on the islands or <laughs> yeah. doing whatever they yeah, do for sure dude. you know a bunch of hippies Hippies, yeah. I don't know, man. Well, speaking That's, of hippies. That scares me on the Chesapeake, though, being in a <coughs> kayak with the way people are boating around there. Not to mention if the wind kicks up. Yeah. That wind can kick up and put I two, don't worry two about to three footers out there. I worry about there. getting killed by guys in saltwater boats drunk. Yeah. Yeah. That's a valid. That's, an, that's a very valid concern. I've almost been run I've been over killed a bunch of times. times out there, dude. You've been killed boat. many times. <laughs> yeah, another life because I, I felt it happen. Oh wow! Uh, do we do we have Ike in the wings? What do we got going on? <laughs> Not yet. I just looked at my. Oh, uh, he just called me. Well, okay. Hold on, Dave. Does he have so, the? Speaking of saltwater boats and kayaks, I did just get a uh, 15 foot saltwater like a skiff. And I'm kind of looking for spots to take it out. I'm like, ah, oh, I don't know, waves and tide. And yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I really want to go out that far. Next thing you know, I see a dude out there in a 10-foot kayak. I'm like, oh, I guess I'm good. Yeah. If he's out there, I'm out there. I know it. I know it. It's, uh, yeah, they're, you're finding that they're expanding and expanding. Yeah. I mean, you got to be cautious. Heck, you got to be cautious as any boater, you know, going out on big water like that and monitor the weather tremendously. But I, I really do think the biggest concern is being seen yeah. by yeah. by boaters. I yep. mean, we, we I saw there's some classic social videos of like a, a cabin cruiser running over a fishing boat. Yeah. You know, they're way, they're in a they're in a regular boat that's got probably two foot of gunnel, and they weren't seen. You know, they were plowed right over. That's scary. Yeah. If, yeah. if the kayak doesn't have one of those flags on it, I mean, a two foot wave hides a kayak real well. Yeah. Yeah, but and, even that little flag, if yeah. you don't have enough wind, that thing. Heck yeah, and and if you're going 70 miles an hour in in your boat, I mean that little bitty flag, you yeah. know, it's yeah. you, you can't you me. can't see that that well, but uh, Beck, yeah. Beck, what Got, was up with Mike? I don't know. I almost I almost recommend for kayak anglers in the Chesapeake carry like a little signal mirror, <laughs> and if like yeah. there's someone that looks like they're not. Zap them in the eyes with the signal mirror or, if you have sunlight. You or know get, what I mean? Or like get a campfire. campfire. <laughs> yeah. A flare. Shoot a flare gun. Yeah. A smoke signal. Nah, I, I, I know the, the kayak guys are like, shut up. But No, but I, I <laughs> bold. I, I thought bold as hell, man, being out there and going for it like that. You know? uh, no, they, they, they get after it. Yeah. I like it. That's, that's pretty this cool is the stuff. All day, this is the all-day wheat ale. Yes. That's Is that our uh, founders of the – of the day, the mm. green zebra. Oh, wow. Yeah, look at this cool box they sent Yeah, I'm about hold that, up. but hold I on. think they stole the beer out, but I want to show everyone this really I did, super we were, fly box. We was light on beers up Oh, here. wait, hold on. It's really wow, have, have you had the weed ale yet? Oh, yeah. This would drain well during <laughs> a hot summer day. <laughs> <laughs> Is that also called Which the all-day right vacay? That's, yeah, all-day vacay. Yeah, it's I, I don't go by like I don't go by like the corporate name. I go by actually what the brewer calls it, and the brewer <laughs> calls it the, the, the session weed ale, right? Saison. <laughs> By the way, we have a Facebook like and share contest going on right. right now. So you the like it, share it, and we will oh, put yeah. you oh, in a – can you grab that bag for me? Yes, sir. PBP? Don't throw your back Awesome. Out. Thank you, man. Yep. Uh, we will put you in a contest to win one of these great uh, Ike Live gift packs with a bunch of stuff in it. Mike always says this weighs about 10 or 20 pounds. Now that I'm holding it, I'm saying it's seven and a half. Yes. <laughs> oh man, dude. Let me, let me say it. it depends them. Yeah, that's he's he's exaggerating. <laughs> we've we've never seen him exaggerate on a weight of things before. 
Never but uh, all kinds of good stuff. We got a mystery tackle box in here. I see all kinds of gear. Looks like maybe a T-shirt and a face shield. Uh, all kind. There's a T.W. hat. Uh, all kinds of great stuff. So if you're watching over on Facebook, make sure you like and share, and we will enter you into a contest to this has randomly win that prize. All over it. And speaking of Mystery Tackle Box, which I just announced, they've got a special going on right now, and it's, what is it, buy two and get one free. Get the third one free uh, on your Mystery Tackle Box right now. So get on over, get yourself subscribed. It's so much fun. Uh, me, it, it's We've had the subscription for a while now. Me and my son still fight over who gets the good stuff out of the Mystery Tackle Box. You're going to love it. Uh, take advantage of the cool promotion right now. Uh, you get your third box free. But very, especially very cool for stuff. new anglers, it will give you an advantage over the old heads because you will you will fish with things that other people have written off. You will fish with things people have forgotten catch fish. Yeah. No doubt. You know? I still there's still a uh, a crankbait that uh, that I got through Mystery Tackle Box that I I had I had a lot of success. I scored some checks on that bait. I would have never picked it. I would have never picked that color. And that, that's, for me, that I've been fishing for so long, I'm, I he try invented, to keep it simple. That's right. Pete invented fishing. I, I, <laughs> I try to keep the colors very simplistic. So I don't really – I don't go off the deep end on colors as my chops continue to get busted here. I, but uh, <laughs> that, but I, I, because of the Mystery Tackle Box, I use colors that I would have never, ever purchased, never tried. And I'm diving into those, those crawl patterns a lot. And that all comes from Mystery Tackle Box, like uh, – um, now Rapala makes uh, the Brat and just absolutely unloaded. We were filming uh, for Bash U, and, and it's a green crawl with, like, a chartreuse tail. And it's a color that would never make it into my simple system. They couldn't stay They were choking it, absolutely choking that bait. So and I, I get that color exploration by getting that box. I, ha I have a – for anyone who is going to be new to getting an MTB box, I have one piece of advice, and that's keep the product card, and I'll tell you why. Hmm. I had a spinnerbait from them. Don't know who it came from because I threw everything out. Mm -hmm. And my son and I were camping last year up on Farrow Lake up in upstate New York, up in the Adirondacks, and I was killing them. And, of course, you want to see your son catch him. I gave it to him. Within about 10 casts, a pike cleaned it off the line. Don't know what it came from. Don't know what the blade was. It had a really thin <laughs> gauge. It was a really thin gauge, man, like the thin, one of the thinner gauges I've ever seen on a bait. So it was lighter, so it was able to get down in the column a lot mm. better. And it, I don't know. I don't know where it came If I had the card, I would have known who it was. I could have got more, man. Right. Keep the card, mm. you know. And the thing about Mr. Tackle Box is – each month you get it, they select baits that will work that particular month. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to be getting top orders for December. You're going to be getting jerk baits. You know what I mean? Very and that, cool. And that's another thing that really helps out the newer anglers. Natural born salesman. Very, 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 very good. Check it out. Power Bait Paul. Two, after you get your first two boxes, you get your third one free. Great, great deal. Great opportunity. Get over there to Mystery Tackle Box. Pete, I got a question for you. We're talking about uh, your early days of fishing. Take out technology, take out the, the new bait instead of the old bait. Like, we'll just go a crankbait, a spinnerbait. Are you still fishing the same spot you were 30 years ago the same way, or are you changing your techniques now? Like, and pick a well, spot, pick a lake, you know. Are you still fishing it the same, or are you changing? A, a lot has changed and, and morphed in, in the way that I fish and try to compete these days. Like, when I was younger it's more volcanic rock yeah things like that right than, than grasses <laughs> you had I meteor splashes very to worry about i still only throw soft plastics <laughs> well i i didn't know what my my specialties were so i i was trying i was trying to be kvd okay. and that's how i jumped into it trying to be kevin and after i fished with kevin i drew him out in the tournament be him or beat him be him i wanted to be i wanted to fish just like him because okay. for for he had already been there be, before I got there for maybe 10 years and was dominating everything. So he was the guy that everybody was trying to pattern their fishing aft. But then when I spent the day in the boat with him and I wished I had was fortunate enough to do it earlier. Cause I'm like, I, I, that's, I can't do what that dude does. Like he just, he fished differently than I do. Thinks differently about it. Yeah. Anyway, years of doing this, I figured out my strengths. What I, when I win tournaments or get in the top, I didn't realize there's a flipping stick in my hand. I didn't know that. 
I didn't know that that's in my wheelhouse and a strength of mine. I thought I was a crankbait guy. I thought I thought that's where my strengths were. But until I went back and looked at results, I'm like crankbait hardly shows up. Yeah. You know, like yeah. I I mean at the top, I might get checks on it, but when I'm at the top, man, it's a flipping stick in my hand. So now I look for that bite. Okay. So it's changed instead of just looking for what's the best bite on a particular lake, I look for the flipping bite. I try to find the pattern that fits my wheelhouse and I can get in more success that way. So, okay. so that's, that's what's changed for me. But first thing you got to do in order to get there is you got to fish professional tournaments for 30 years. Once you do that, get that done, <laughs> then you can go back and try to identify, you know, but, but no, honestly you can do, I talk to my students all the time, like look at your successes you know, you be, you might be surprised at what you're really good at. You might think you're a good topwater guy, but really maybe it's a chatterbait that is your your wheelhouse. Or One, a power and, worm. Or, hmm. or, or a stick bait. Black Sanko. <laughs> so you wouldn't use the so he, you wouldn't use the electronics. You're just going to the bank because his question was, how would you, with no. all the technology, approach a spot versus how you would have originally? Well, I, I, the technology is phenomenal. Uh, Hummingbird three sixty. Oh, my gosh. It's a shallow waters fisherman's dream. Being able to see the, the – like you see the log coming off the bank. I can see the tip of the log. I can see fish on the tip of the log. Dang. You know, where I I, I, I wouldn't even – I'd have to, like, fan cast all the way out and never even hit it before. I didn't even know, even know they had that shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can see isolated clumps of grass, brush piles. Dave, it's, it's forward like – facing is the deal. It's a sonar that's – Mm. It's incredible, dude. Dang! It just keeps yeah. scrolling around and showing you exactly. So it's like having like it's like having infrared when you're squatching. That's right. <laughs> yeah. All right, dude. It's that's like playing a video game. <laughs> it's like 360. Wow. Squatching, squatching? changes Is it, it all, dude. What's that? That's a verb. Squatching, <laughs> looking for, for Sasquatch. Yeah, dude. you know, every time we see a, a tree like snapped way up high, we're like, "Oh, we gotta take a picture of this for Dave." That's all right. Even the kids say it now too. They're like, "Oh, oh, take I'll, a picture." I will take you and your non-believer kids, and I will bring you to a place where I know they. Live. I didn't say we're non-believers. Oh, all right, <laughs> it will change everything. You will not. You I will believe not in anything. I mean, me. I believe that there could be a unicorn somewhere on this planet. Just remember, I mocked Brian and his boat build, and look how it turned out. All right. All right. That's it's how amazing. you know none of this it's, is real. That's how you know Sasquatch is real. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it was all in the builder. Oh, shout out to his dad. Yeah. dad. Big Dave. All right. Shout out to Are Dave. So I got a chance to fish with your dad, <coughs> and that was that was awesome. He did he, he bring sandwiches? Uh yeah he brought he brought some stuff nice yeah right. the uh but he won at the Ike Foundation you know I donate a, a day on the water and um and he won that and it was really cool known known him for a long time and and never was able to you know we never fished together so where'd we, you take him we went out on the Chesapeake uh, you know Newton or something yeah. <laughs> <laughs> best part about the whole giveaway is they do the uh, Ike Foundation live and we talk about it here and. I said, yeah, you know, Pete, did you take the guy that you won last year with? He goes, ah. And then the giveaway comes up, and I'm watching the live, and Dave Haas wins. I said, oh, man, that sucks because last year's winner didn't go out. Yeah. I said, there goes this year's. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, text them now. Yeah, you got a, you got about a 50-50 shot. I, I mean, there's maybe like three people I'd want to be in the Chesapeake with, and you're one of them. Oh, man, know, I, so, that's, uh, that's very generous. That's, I me too. I'm, that. I'm getting lying. I'm still waiting. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we had, a, we, had a, we had a moment, speaking of technology, where I, I, got, I got to put the Raptors down. Like, you get in these situations, and, it, and it's influenced by Livesey, who was just winning by having his poles in the dirt. That's how you say his last name, Livesey? Livesey. <laughs> And uh, what he's, were you going with? I just live say, you know, like Lavasi. <laughs> like, yeah, Levasi. I, well, that's yeah. how I say it. I, 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 I don't. I, I hope say. I'm saying it right. No, if you want something slaughtered, ask Jocelyn. Jocelyn slaughters everyone's name. It's awesome. That's funny. Well, it's well, pretty bad. Well, he's doing it with spot lock. He's doing it putting the poles in the mud and just fishing that way and winning, winning big at a really. So we got a chance to do that. Uh, we got a few bites and we were able to pull down and. Uh, and we just we unloaded on you know three and a half to four and a half pounders oh. for about an hour, 
Um, wow. That was pretty cool. Sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why did that happen, though? Well, you know, it, we, we were in a really good place where I th- we were picking off post-spawn fish that were getting funneled into the area. You know, I've caught them in this area before. So you're in one of those little one-and-a-half-foot trenches. Yeah, and, and we were able to – yeah, the, the fish come to you. And that's what, that's what Lee's doing. He's Man. finding them little sweet spots – and it's really interesting because in a tournament where it's so competitive, we saw GDP and Swindle bump heads at a spot. You, if you find five spots with that much talent and who's, that who's good GDP? sonar, who's GDP? Greg oh. Palmer. <laughs> Greg Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> but you're gonna, you're not gonna be able to fish them all. You got five spots in a big tournament with talent in it. You're lucky to get one or two that you're gonna be able to fish because the other three are gone. You know they're they're gonna be taken. So. The, the strategy of if you're able to get one of your juicy juice spots to if it can be one of those kind that you can stay, fish through different light phases, through different winds or tide cycles or current on a reservoir, <laughs> if you're confident enough where it'll bring fish to you, then that's um, it's a better almost a better strategy than running around because if you leave your spot, you ain't getting on the next spot because yeah. Ike's going to be there. <laughs> Swindle's going to be on that one. You know, they're all going to be covered up. So, uh, so what, Greg and Gerald got into it? Yeah, they had a, a – my understanding of it is that, like, uh, I think GDP fished there early and then Gerald's fished on there late. On day one. They didn't run into each other on day one. Yeah. So they both wanted to start there on day two. Okay. So I mean, it's like three weight classes separating it to whatever. <laughs> you know? And Greg and Greg's like, as they're going through the trees and they're idling, he's like, ah, shit, he's on it, you know. And yeah. Gerald, I'm sure, is saying the same thing. So Greg's like, well, I guess we're gonna have to share it. Gerald says, the hell we are. <laughs> <laughs> What's he gonna do? Duel him? So <laughs> they pretty much did. They Joust were, him? I mean, it was a small. Like it's a high spot, a rough spot yeah. in the trees, you know, shell bar. Yeah. And, um, yeah, they like caught each other's line twice. Oh, no. Gerald Jeez. had the camera in his boat because yeah. I think he was third or he was, yeah. he was up there. After and where was one. Greg? He was doing well. He was good. He was competitive. Wow. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah he hey, got, he got Gerald, what? Gerald strong armed him. Did it make, did it make like the, what's that, bash track? Did it make like the, the, it screen. was live. It made it. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, it made the air. So they were banging? Yeah, I, I caught just the end of it. I didn't see the beginning. I caught just – or actually, I saw it on, uh, I think, TikTok. I saw Dang. I saw a clip of it. <laughs> Again, it's on TikTok. None of, oh, my God, he's all over it. Yeah. yeah. None yeah. of this it's is the only, It's the only place to be. You can do like, all the you're other. Doing like, you're doing like the Britney dances on TikTok? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but I like watching them. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> so how did it play out? I mean, how, how did the, the – well, I think – the viewers, what was the viewers' perception? That's a good question. I did not see the comments about who they thought won, but I think GDP gave way because Gerald was there first. So he, you know. But that was the most impressive thing about what Greg did because he made a nice check at Fork fishing his backup stuff. Like I was talking about, you're going to lose all your good stuff, so you got to be able to survive by yeah, survived. spot B, C, and D. But yep. he did. He got a he, – he Strong check. I think he got 20-plus pounds a day and, uh, you know, made a check in that tournament, never being able to fish where he wanted wow. to. Are you in an OFT, right? <laughs> what movie? <laughs> Are you in an – that's Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Damn it, Pete. Outstanding. Wow. Mark Jeffries like is ready now? to roll. That is amazing. <laughs> he can't even remember <laughs> our names half the time, and he pulled that out. That's outstanding. <laughs> Well, he called him Power Bait Pete, that kid over there. <laughs> I, I had PBP and BTC and GDP. I didn't mess up any of those, you know. You nailed it, Pete. Letters either. He's only got one kid. He calls him the wrong name. You know, like you call your kid the other kid's name. <laughs> I call him kiddo because sometimes I forget. You know? <laughs> D- Dave, you're big on the uh, the good karma, get you somewhere. And uh, – I did hear that Lee was kind of giving up his, his good spot, saying, oh, that dude's on the good spot. I was going to go there. That guy's on the spot. And just driving past and letting the guy have it, driving in on people, saying, oh, this ain't right. Turn around. And he comes out with the win. I mean, that's that's good karma if you need it right there. He gave up, like, he said, five or six of his best spots on the lake to other people. Lee. Lee. The guy, yeah. that Lee, he, he lives down there. He, dude, he, he's, he's a guy he's there. He's just he, so calm. Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. It really is. Wow. Like, his level of just confidence. I just, I can't mm. trust someone that's that calm. Well, here, here's the thing. He's, he's a good actor. And he when he was, when we interviewed him, 
uh, on BU, he was saying, I might look calm. He goes, but I am churning. He goes, I am burning inside. He's an operator, man. Especially because, like, on day two and three, or three and four, he had a zero. He was sitting on a bagel for yeah. hours, leading the tournament, going hours without a single bite. And he, when you when you watched him, when you listened to him talking live, he was just like, just chill. Just I'd like to meet chill. him. I'd like to actually meet him and talk to him, you know. Yeah. He's, nice. he's that way in person. I mean, we've had him out on the boat. I, I mean, I don't, I can't say I know him all that well, but he just, he gives that persona. Here's the other thing. Like, I like he, to be his co-angler on an event where it, co-anglers are, you know what I mean? Sure. I took, him, I took him, him and uh, Caleb uh, Summerall shark fishing down in uh, Sea Isle. Oh, that's the asco? I didn't know he was on that trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to meet that dude now. <laughs> <laughs> He's cool, dude. He's I know. I'm just well, kidding. Hey, hey, Should hey, we hey. take a break and then come back? What do you want to do? Yeah. Yeah. As soon as Pete. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ready. The, but he he had parties. He had the whole town of around Lake Fork every night. His family in. Like, he's competing to win yeah. a major tournament. And he's just chilling out. Crushing bu- bush just, lights. Yeah, just but we, know a, bush we lights. know a guy like that on his wedding day. Mm. Waiting in the goddamn yeah. Richmond River yeah. while yeah. she's getting dolled up, looking beautiful. <laughs> but but, but if it's a tournament, and he don't even tournament. care. But tournament, no, no not deal. Much wedding day, he don't yeah. even care. He's got us drowning in, in a river. John McGraw <laughs> get washed down in the rapids. Three phones lost their lives that day <laughs> in the James River. Yeah. There's true story. That's right, James. I caught a Richmond River. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. It but was. We know it that was guy. So remarkable how calm he was on his wedding day. We yeah. were stressed out. Like Mike, we got. Go. We're gonna be late. We got. How are we gonna do this? And yeah. he was still casting for freaking nope. s- smallmouth like that big. We didn't even there. know where people were. No, dude, we were in the we were in the limo. He, he, he dropped. I wish us, he could be that calm know, on a he tournament. He dropped though. us off at. A, we, we came. We went fishing. We went yeah, fishing it's, in it's, waders with a limo. It's and we were like, missing dudes. <laughs> <laughs> we were. We were missing but Ish and Tom. They it's didn't know Mike's where they world. Were. It's Mike's world. No, but he didn't oh, even. Oh, the wedding will wait for me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I have to show up. It, he, he, he was almost like, uh, man, who was the, who was the uh, guy in Apocalypse Now played by Robert Duvall? Remember his character? <laughs> Just standing there around bombs like. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Colonel Kurtz. He was yeah. a bad guy. So impressive. Yeah. Love the smell of napalm in the morning. That dude. Yeah, that guy. The uh, All right, let's take a quick break. We've got the godfather of bass fishing, MJ. Right? Should we we got to stick everyone? with initials, right? Mike. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. We didn't tell everyone. Mike and Maddie did try to get on, but the Wi-Fi was not strong enough. They could not get through and at, stay on Good Zoom. for them. No at, the, at the restaurant, cancer. they would tell yeah, whatever it was. Yeah, it, it didn't work. They well, tried. The hey, guys, we want to wish you guys best of luck this week at Pickwick. Uh, I know Maddie got some great stage time. He had some great days. That didn't uh, mean to keep four. talking. That was just to let yeah. people uh, know. Understood. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wife Maddie Wong stuff. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. You know, right now where we're standing, we're in Camden, New Jersey. Yeah. Philadelphia is right there. This is the concrete jungle. And, you know, a lot of those kids, as they grow up, they don't fish. It's interesting because they're surrounded by water. You know, the, the Delaware River, the Schuylkill, ponds, city park lakes. But they don't have the influence to, to, to cast, to fish, to have a rod and reel. And that really, that became our focus, you yeah. know, is to target kids in what we call non-traditional areas, yeah. you know, urban areas, city centers, where the population's high. And, and let these kids have the experience, you know? And it, it, it's amazing. I mean, some of the experiences we've had, whether it's Central Park in New York City, here in Camden, other parts of the country, even just casting, yeah. it's unbelievable to see it, isn't it? Yes. It's unbelievable. Yes. And, and uh, you know, you see these kids have this experience they've never had, and they light up, you know? The big thing, I think, for the Ike Foundation is we're not, we're not saying we want all these kids to become professional anglers. No. Be great if some of them did, but we want them to have that fishing experience because it ties them to so mu- so many other positive things: the outdoors, nature, conservation, conservation. Uh, ecology. Um, you know all these amazing things in life that maybe they wouldn't have been exposed to any other way. We're trying to help with that, so it's it's important. It's important for us. Yeah. We're proud of it. 
four and a half inch drop shot worm, Bama Bug. Finesse jig, PB&J, give me something hard. Hey, KVD here. Now, I didn't always know this much about fishing. Three-aught, no, four-aught EWG worm hook. In fact, there was a time when I couldn't tell the difference between a jerk bait and a stick bait. But then I signed up for Mystery Tackle Box, the original monthly tackle subscription. And now I know more about fishing than I do about Calculus. And he knows a lot about Calculus. Plus, I get amazing extras like free fishing magazines. October 2016, featured article, four places to throw a frog, exclusive decals, <coughs> zombie bass, and how-to videos for all the great baits I receive. How to tune a crankbait. Is that underwater footage I smell? I got goosebumps. So if you're looking to develop enhanced fishing abilities like me, or you just like getting new tackle every month, go to mysterytacklebox.com and get your box today. Ooh, live minnows. Is it lunchtime already? Nature's candy. At Founders Brewing, we asked ourselves, what if we brewed a beer perfect for any occasion? A beer that makes a weekday feel more like the weekend. And the weekend feel more like an adventure. What if we brewed a beer that brought us together and allowed us to be ourselves? A beer that is just as much of a companion as it is a reward at the end of the journey. What if we explored the unknown together and found a new way? What if we celebrated taste and flavor and life's simple pleasures? And what if we brewed a beer that could go where you go without slowing you down? What if? Founders All Day IPA. Low ABV and full flavor that goes where you go. Chase your what if. All right, Brian. Um Torquedo today, we've got the Ike Live tiny boat out. I want to tell you, this is not just for electric only reservoirs, it's for other things as well. Today is a great example. Where are we? What are we going to take this thing through today? The Upper Susquehanna. Upper Susquehanna River. That's right. Current, rock, Lots nasty bottom, yep. and we're going to use Torquedo. Everybody else running jet drives. We've got the rock guard on the Torquedo. We're going to some small spots. Yeah. Get in there. We're gonna make it happen. There you go. Let's go. Shallow water, Beep. speed, strength, power. Come on. Let's Consistency. Go. 